Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola. Real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Pelra Contracting, Welch and Company Jewelers, and our friends at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, stop by for the pizza, the pasta, hot and cold subs, and delicious chicken wings. And oh, by the way, they have their themed food days every week, Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday and Fish Friday, to name a couple. Rosie's Corner, a proud sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. And a big tip of the cap thank you as well to Camillo's Golf Club and Bryant and Stratton College. For every and in life, visit bryantstratton.edu. Classes are always starting soon. Well, my next guest is incredibly accomplished. Uh, She's a brand builder for athletes and coaches, public relations, marketing, social media, endorsements, on-air talent, and a speaker as well, and uh, had an unbelievable uh, early career, uh, jump-starting a very successful company uh, at Your Firestarter, and she is also the publicist for Buffalo Bills offensive lineman John Feliciano. And to say that he's having a heck of a year and is one of the most versatile branded uh, offensive linemen in the NFL and for the Bills is completely uh, an understatement. He has been unbelievable, and uh, she's helped him along the way. Francis Reimer is welcome to the program, and you can get Francis on Twitter as well, at Your Firestarter. Thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Happy holidays! Thanks for having me. So, I, I just wanted to kind of start with maybe your your career. Um, you know, how did you get into uh, the field that you're in in terms of you know building the brand for athletes and coaches? I know that you know you're, you're kind of a you're very versatile, like the, like John Feliciano, who we'll get into in a minute. But um, you know, PR, marketing, social media, etc. But how did you get into the you know the sports angle of it? You know, and, and tackling that you know tackling that that subject and getting into it that way. Yeah, um, I've been in marketing and PR and events my entire career. I started out in the nonprofit sector, working domestically and internationally, um, and then made the switch over to the agency world for several years, producing um, projects for large corporations, associations, government agencies, etc. And as my career in the agency world started to evolve, I had always had friends in sports. Um, guys in college that I knew who had moved on to the pros um, after and and we had just stayed in touch and and people that I had met professionally that were current and former athletes and I was starting to see a pattern and I saw a real hole in the market Um, as you know um, agents are, are I mean athletes are usually represented by a singular agent or an agency And some of those agencies have marketing capabilities and some of them don't. Um, And and I was seeing consistently across the board that it didn't matter if the player was represented by an agency that had marketing capabilities or didn't, they just weren't getting the the one-on-one support 
they really needed to take themselves from just an average everyday guy or gal on the team and really raise their visibility. And so I started my firm with the distinct purpose of wanting to work with coaches and athletes and help them holistically raise their visibility, build their brand so that their brand would help extend them long after their playing or coaching days were over. And working with John Feliciano, I mean, this guy's interests go beyond football. He's extremely talented. He's super versatile. Um, he, I think, is the MVP of the Bills offensive line. I think you could actually argue. I know Josh Allen gets a lot of the fanfare. I know Trey White, as, as a starting corner, gets a lot of the fanfare. They play more premier positions. But you could argue this guy who can play left guard, right guard, center. You know, he, he goes in there when Mitch Morse is out. You could argue that he's the MVP of the football team, in my opinion. I think he's going to get paid after this year, as he should. But he also, again, he plays offensive line. So how do you, how do you work with that going in? What what's the major challenge? You know, it's John Feliciano, offensive lineman, as opposed to John Feliciano, the quarterback. Well, you have to um, separate John Feliciano, offensive lineman, from John Feliciano, normal human being who puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. And when I look at a client, um, I have to look at what they're passionate about and off the field because that's what I'm selling or that's what I'm building a narrative around when I talk to members of the press like yourself or I'm calling up a company to see if they would be interested in working with John or if a nonprofit contacts me and they're interested in partnering with John, does their mission, um, you know, mix with, with what he's interested in, what he sees himself doing after his playing days are over. So, you know, yes, I absolutely agree that, that John is an MVP. He's an MVP on the field and off. Um, he's a tremendous person. Um, but my goal day in and day out is I have to stay focused on on what he wants to do off the field, and that's really what I'm selling. Now, is it great to work with somebody who is absolutely killing it day in, day out on, on the field? You bet. It makes my job so much easier. <laughs> but John is a person that is extremely versatile in his interests and his passions, and he's got a great sense of humor about himself. He has a wonderful amount of humility about himself, and so, because of that, he's left himself open to a lot of possibilities. Um, in the past off-season, we really got to do some fun projects that I think a lot of other football players would, would shy away from. And But he did it. He jumped in with both feet, and, and I really think all of these touch points that he's doing throughout the year, whether it's football-related or personal-related, it's all creating a groundswell that's really helping to extend his legacy. You know, the, the word culture, Francis, as you know, gets thrown around all the time in sports, particularly in the NFL. And the Bills, for a long period of time, when they had the drought, the culture was horrendous. And Sean McDermott went in there, and, you know, right after him, it was Brandon Bean, the GM, and they started cleaning house and drafting guys they want, not just from, you know, quality, quality football players and guys who could fit, but but really good dudes, guys who are going to pick their teammates up, and, and the culture just flipped quickly. 
and guys talk about it. I had Lorenzo Alexander on my podcast. Kyle Williams always talks about it. The guys there now talk about it. Is John Feliciano a guy who you think is just so also attached to that word culture, the the stuff that they've been building there? I mean, he seems like he's exactly that to me. Well, John is a a team guy. Um, You know, on sports teams, there are individual players and there are people who are true salt-of-the-earth team players. And John is a team player. He genuinely cares about his teammates. He genuinely wants to get along and do the best that he can, not only for himself, but for everyone around him. Um, and, And so... When he got picked up by the Bills um, and people got to get to know his personality more, light bulbs turned on in people's heads and they got to find out what people like Bobby Johnson, who was Mm -hmm. integral in in getting John to the Bills, um, what people like Bobby Johnson have known for a long time, that John is a good fit for the Bills and he was the right guy at the right time. And I think uh, the team is reaping the benefit, but yeah, if, if we were to, to sum up Bill's culture at the moment, I, I think John is a walking, talking embodiment of, of what's going on there in Orchard Park. Francis Reimers, our guest, ML Sports Platter, at your Firestarter on Twitter. Give her a follow, a must-follow, brand builder, athletes, coaches, speaker, uh, of course, and an on-air talent, uh, social media, marketing, PR, you name it. Jeez, uh, John Feliciano, versatile. My goodness, we should be talking about your versatility here, huh? What do you enjoy? What do you enjoy the? What do you enjoy the most? Well, I love the fact that I solve problems every day. Um, I solve problems through creative writing, through creative design, um, and I bring people together through creative writing and creative design. And so, uh, unlike a lot of people, I, I, no two days for me are the same. <laughs> um, and so, I get to move around a lot, I get to see a lot, I get to meet a lot of people, um, and that's great for me because sitting still is, is almost torture to me. So, I, I love that my job, you know, people think it's somewhat, um, you know, vanity, but it's not. You know, I help people like John raise thousands of dollars for nonprofits. I help other athletes like Aaron Donald run their nonprofits, which is giving back to, to his community in Pittsburgh. So my work is incredibly enriching and rewarding, but definitely no two days are the same. How has 2020 impacted everything you do? Oh, gosh, uh, deeply. Um, in sports, and, and you know this as a journalist, uh, so much that goes on in sports is done in person. You know, whether it's the combine or win- MLB winter meetings or the NBA All-Star game, so much of the business aspect of sports is done in person. And when we can't gather as publicists and financial planners and agents and attorneys, um, that really kind of brings uh, productivity uh, not not to a halt because, believe me, we found workarounds to be able to do business, but it definitely slowed things. And also, you know, it really really isolates people. And so um, that exchange of ideas, that ability to network and, and help grow behind the scenes was definitely impacted. But my day-to-day work with my clients 
kept on. Um, it is weird that I've not physically seen John in person in almost a year, uh, but we stay in touch constantly and we've been able to achieve some really neat things even though we physically are, are not in the same space. So it's, it's altered the way we do business, but do not be fooled. The second things open back up and we can go back to doing business as usual, I assure you those of us in the, in the sports industry, especially those of us in the creative world, will be the first in line to get back to doing things in person. So Wyoming, what, what made you decide on Wyoming? Well, I was born and raised there. So <laughs> I, I, um, I, I grew up in Cheyenne. My whole family is still in Wyoming. Um, and, and even though I tried desperately to get out of Wyoming and go to the big city, um, <laughs> UW was where uh, I ended up, and actually, in retrospect, I'm glad that I was there. Um, I had a lot of good times there, a lot of great memories, and now, as an adult, um, I have had the opportunity to consult with their athletic department a little bit, and of course, I support the athletic department as, a, as an alumni, so um, great place to grow up, great place to go to school, and even though when I was 18, I wanted to run as far away as I possibly can now at 41. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get to run. And a few years after you were there, Josh Allen plays football at Wyoming. Um, yeah. And now he is the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills taking, um, you know, snaps from John Feliciano sometimes at center or dropping back to pass and getting protected by Feliciano either as a guard or a center. Um that's got to make you feel pretty good, huh? I mean, a Wyoming guy, MVP candidate, coming into his own. Uh, Bills are awfully close to you know where they want to be, uh, you know, and and they've had a heck of a year. And uh, you've got the Wyoming quarterback and and uh, and your and your and your guy right there. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's the coming together of all things wonderful. Um, friends and family back home in Wyoming that never before would have rooted for the Buffalo Bills, now do so, one, because of Josh Allen, but two, because of my work with John. Um, and so it, it, it's a tremendous feeling for me uh, on on Josh's side of also being a Wyoming alum and, and obviously for the good of my alma mater, I, I always love to see Wyoming football guys do well wherever they end up. But John, Josh is really set the bar very, very high, and and um, there at the facility at Wyoming, when you walk in the front door, is this massive, um, uh, gigantic, like, image of Josh, and, and rightfully so, but as a Wyoming alum, it brings me an immense amount of pride to see him doing so well, and then on personal side, it, it's great that um, I get to work with John and, and be involved in this kind of um, great magical run that the Bills are, are on and, and that it, it's kind of all come full circle, which is great. A couple more quick questions for Francis Reimers, our guest here on the ML Sports Platter, at your Firestarter on Twitter, the publicist for John Feliciano, doing terrific work in PR, marketing, social media, and athlete and coaches, uh, brand building. That word brand gets tossed around a lot, uh, obviously. You know, Ohio State, you know, they, you want to get them in the college football playoff because they're a huge brand. LeBron James is a huge, you know, uh, brand. Um, but how very rarely do people use it and then define it? 
right? So you can use it and you can define it, obviously. So how do you define brand in sports? So brand is how people feel about you. Um, how you feel, you as a person, how you feel about Ford or um, Coke, that is their brand to you. And those companies have the ability to manipulate how you feel about their brand, and they do so every day through brand marketing. And we like some of it, we dislike some of it, but each and every piece of it dictates how we feel about those products. And so when I think about someone like John or or any of my other clients, um, how are we making people feel about this person? Is he funny? Is he generous? Is he a beast? How are we making people feel? And and however people are feeling and how that's resonating is how you build in in that marketing space. Um, And it doesn't matter if I'm working with an athlete or an attorney or a doctor, you want to build off of what people are are biting on when it comes to your brand. and, and so when it comes to somebody like John, you know, we're feeding off of his, his salt of the earthness. We're feeding off of his versatility. We're feeding off of that he is a complex individual both on the field and off that has a myriad of interests um, because people are really gravitating towards that. Um, he's a larger-than-life person in stature but also in personality, and we're seeing the benefits of that. So it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. Your brand is how people feel about you. When you walk away, what are people saying about you? And if it's good, then you need to keep building off of that. If it's not good, then we need to go in repair mode. Um, But I tell people all the time, you have the ability online and off to manipulate or get in the driver's seat, if, if you will, of how people feel about your brand. Okay, in closing with that thought, I'm going to rip through a couple titles here and you tell me the person who has the biggest brand. Male athlete. Okay. Male, male, professional male athlete. Okay. Who has the biggest brand as a professional male athlete? Ooh. I mean, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, we, we have to say LeBron. And and there are people that do not care for him. <laughs> and there's people who absolutely um, think he is the end-all, be-all. Um, but you cannot deny that this man has fully understood the impact of cult of personality and he has manipulated it and he has grown on it and he has invested well so that he can expand on it. Um, he, he gets it. Um, and so I, I would have to say he has one of, one of the biggest brands in, in professional sports right now, if not the biggest. How about female athlete overall? Do, do you, do you think it's still like a Serena I, yeah, I yeah. mean, she, she still holds, however, um, her, her name just immediately just jumped right out of my brain. I can see her face, the gymnast, um, um, you know, Serena is, you know, she has held, um, 
that title for a very long time. And she, like LeBron, there are people that really do not care for her. They don't. They don't care for her personality. Uh, she she gets um, negative uh, press around her body type and how she carries herself, uh, which I think is a double standard and incredibly unfair. But um, she too, like LeBron, has has really figured out about how to double down on what works for her, what people are gravitating towards, and continuing to build off of that. Um, I think we'll see in the next couple of years, my prediction is that we're going to see a rise in the female athlete brand. I think I think female athletes are finally stepping into the spotlight. We see that with women's soccer, um, WNBA players. Women um, are, are finally getting it that they can step into the spotlight, that they are, are marketable and have marketable qualities. Companies are seeing this more and more than they used to. Um, I'm also, uh, I would also argue that name image and likeness will also help more female athletes mm-hmm. uh, be able to step in, in the spotlight and start to earn um, in ways they haven't before. So I think we're going to see a rise, but for the time being, Serena still, you know, is sitting at the top of, of that brand um, oh, pyramid. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it with this. G- give me the two, give me one professional sports franchise, the top brand, and give me a, a, a collegiate team uh, that, that's that's a sports, you know, the top sports brand. It could be, you know. Duke basketball, Alabama football, one of those types, and then a professional team that you think is at the top for for, for a brand? So from from a professional standpoint, um, I'm always a fan of NBA across the board. And NBA gets it. NBA understands brand. They know how to manipulate. They're fantastic. But one of my favorite um, teams within the NBA that I think is doing a stellar job is the Denver Nuggets. And, and partly because I've worked with them in the past, but having grown up in the West and knowing the Denver Nuggets from birth and just seeing the evolution of their brand and knowing the market share that they're working with there in Denver compared to the Broncos and the Avs and the Rockies, I think, I think the Nuggets have done a stellar job of really evolving their brand, trying to, you know, really double down on fan engagement, really double down on trying to get individual players to to build a, a deeper fan base in the city. So that's, that's one team that, uh, from a professional level, gets brand from every aspect and are really doing tremendous things to grow and keep growing in, in a very small market space um, compared to other cities like New York or Miami. Um, from a from a college sports perspective, I mean, you really have to tip your hat right now with what is kind of a tie to me between Ohio, Miami, and Texas. And all three of those programs right now really hustled and got out in front of name, image, and likeness. All three of these programs were like, look, we're not waiting for the NCAA to get us back together and tell us what we need to do around name, image, and likeness. We are going to develop a program and have it ready to go so when our recruits come in, they know we're serious about helping them with whatever 
the NCAA will allow us to do, but we're building a framework now and not waiting to be told later. Um, and I really think for those three programs that in, in recruitment and retention is, is going to pay off in a, in a big way. This has been incredible. Uh, Francis Reimers, our, our guest, uh, your fire starter, uh, at your fire starter on Twitter, brand building for athletes and coaches, PR, marketing, social media, endorsements, on-air talent, and of course a speaker and a uh, Wyoming uh, alumni member. Uh, just awesome to have you aboard. Uh, I've been following what you've been doing on Twitter, and obviously I'm a, a sports geek and junkie and, and all the rest. I've seen who you've worked with. I read that article in the Buffalo News and uh, caught all the stuff. And uh, continued success to you. Happy holidays, and thanks for a few minutes. This was really, really fascinating, and I learned a lot. Thank you for having me. Fascinating conversation with Francis Reimers, terrific publicist for John Feliciano, doing some awesome things for sports in general, talking branding, PR, marketing, wild stuff, super versatile, incredible career so far. Look for her as the days go on. I'm Mike Lindsley, ML Sports Platter, all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer. Look, wherever you get a podcast on your smartphone device, download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Those things help an awful, awful lot. We are presented by our great, great friends over at Stanley Law Offices. It's simple. Just call Joe. StanleyLawOffices.com and all over social media. A big thanks as well to Hides of Liverpool, Pelra Contracting, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, CNY Electrical, and our good pals at Axe Exotic Pets. If you are in and around Central New York, you're traveling through the area, you got to stop by this place, man. It is wild. Route 11 in Cicero. They've got the exotic uh, birds, the exotic turtles. They've got snakes. They've got some supplies for all of your exotic uh, pets. And get them on Facebook and visit them on their website as well. It's AxePets.com. Axe Exotic Pets is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports and be on the lookout for my 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley videos and ML Sports takes all over TikTok, YouTube, IGTV, Facebook, and Twitter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to the Good Feet Store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I loved them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists 
fit you with your personal system of art supports. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.